From the shores of the Colorado River on the beautiful Parker Strip, you're listening to the Parker Livecast. Last year, uh, one of the big conversations that that started last year was about the future of the Parker tube float, which is one of the biggest, I would say it's sort of its own holiday weekend now on the river here in Parker, Arizona. And, um, you know, it's been a, it's been a big conversation because of what happened up in Bullhead and it's opened up a conversation here. And so, uh, you guys, Mary at the Parker regional chamber of commerce and tourism, uh, had to make a decision. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so you had to kind of go back to the drawing board and figure out what are we going to do with this float? Uh, we've been made aware of problems people talk about or, or things mm-hmm. that, you know, you held a big public meeting and people were able to sort of voice their concerns, some property owners and things like that. And and we listened. Yeah. yeah oh, very, very, very well, actually. Yeah. It was a whole day just for that. And you mm-hmm. guys took all those comments, I'm sure. <laughs> and so what are what are the decisions well first of all maybe you can talk about like what were some of the concerns that you had to address in this process and and then what did you decide to do well if i might just briefly yeah back up and explain who we are because a lot of people don't even know who we are or what we do and then let me explain why we do the tube float and um and then i will um briefly I don't want Hold to take us up in, a lot of in time. Suspense. I don't want to. I don't want to um, take up much of your time because it's really uh, just an announcement. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, a lot of people already do know the result. Mm-hmm. Um, I will just go ahead and say it. Yes, we are having a tube float in 2017. In 2017, it will be on June 10th. And I will tell you that uh, the the route has been shortened and the event area has actually been relocated. Oh, very interesting. Yes. But let me explain who we are and what we do. Yes, please. The do. Parker Area Chamber, well, what was previously the Parker Area Chamber of Commerce, we are still the Parker Area Chamber of Commerce doing business as the Parker Regional Chamber of Commerce and Tourism. Um, we operate the year-round visitor center here in the in Parker, downtown Parker. Um, we operate um, a destination marketing office under our umbrella. We are also a chamber of commerce, and commerce is business. So um, with that said, um, we are 65 years old this year. Mm-hmm. Our two float is 40 years old this year. Mm-hmm. So we have had a very long-standing relationship and and significant presence in the community, the business community, the residents, um, civic events, and also events that will draw people to the area. Yes. So um, the tube float, being forty years old, began in nineteen seventy-seven. Um, it it has it has become a fourth holiday weekend in the parker area it's huge it is it's huge yeah now people say it's gotten bigger over the years but i think that um i think that realistically it hasn't really gotten that much bigger i think realistically it we have persuaded people to actually register for the event Mm. people used to come and not register for the event they didn't so you wouldn't know that they were there on the official rolls on the official rolls yeah yeah it was hovering between seven 
hundred and eight hundred people out of about eight thousand people that were participating mm-hmm. in in the event. And um, that's true. Well, let me just back that up mm-hmm. because I think for a few years. When we've reported on it, we've always asked law enforcement afterwards, hey, what are your estimates for this event? Sometimes they have helicopters in the air and they're able to do sort of some crowd estimates. Mm -hmm. And they've always said, like you say, you know, especially for the past seven, eight years, they've Mm -hmm. they've been saying, hey, it's thousands and thousands of people, certainly between, you know, six and ten thousand or something like that. Mm -hmm. And what you're saying is a few years ago, all you had was about 800 people out of that number. Eight thousand. We only had about 800, yes, I'm sorry. Registering about 10%, for the event. Yeah, yeah. about 10% of the total par- participants were actually registering for the event. Right. So um, we, um, me and my team um, made some changes, and that was in um, 2013. We made some changes. We put it online. We made it easier for people to register. We actually lowered the price to $10. It was 12 and then it was 15 We lowered the price to $10 in the... Um, in the um, you know mindset that that quantity we would we would yeah. make, make it up in quantity you, you price it for volume exactly and um, this is a fundraiser this is absolutely a fundraiser for our organization and we provide thousands and thousands of referrals to local merchants our members are always our first that we refer to mm-hmm. but we do refer to other merchants local merchants in the area um, we help. Um, people find things <laughs> in our visitor center. Um, we direct them where to go, where to stay, what to do, um, all different kinds of things. We get a lot of crazy questions as well. And um, the volume of visitors has, has absolutely increased over the last few years. Um, so it is, a, it is a budgeted line income item for our, our organization. Yeah. But that's not the only reason we do it. Um, our businesses, our local businesses have come to depend on this weekend for their summer income. Mm -hmm. It, um, you know, prior to and post event, we, we perform surveys to business, local area businesses, restaurants, gas stations, resorts, um, resorts, um, everybody. And we certainly heard from some of them in the comment period, didn't we, uh, on, on how this it impacts their business in a positive way. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So being the chamber of commerce, commerce being business, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, there was a point that, um, and it was prior to, to me, um, becoming the executive director, there was a point where, um, the, the chamber of commerce felt that it wasn't, um, um, viable to, continue to do this event Mm -hmm. and then and then after discussing and debriefing with staff and and board members um they came to the conclusion well it's it's not just about us it's about the local businesses so if if we're providing an event that brings people to the area and our local businesses are impacted um then that's a very good thing on on the tourism end of it 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 also um provides an opportunity to bring awareness to our area and and look for future marketing um, to a demographic that would want to return to Parker to spend a weekend in a resort and use our gas stations, our restaurants. and Yeah, and, including um, a lot of younger people who might not otherwise have found us. Exactly, right. exactly. And this is where social media comes in. Our biggest um, uh, demographic of um, of 
fans, if you will, on our Parker, Arizona page is between 35 and 45. Mm-hmm. Um, that that demographic has changed over the last two years. It used to be 45 to 55, mm-hmm. but that it, it's it's changing. The, all the demographics are changing in the interest in the areas. I mean, John, you're in you're in the demographic of what we refer to as millennials. I hate to categorize people, yeah. But um, you know, there's there's um, there's we have a we have a lot to offer here. Um, and, and getting younger people interested in the outdoor active lifestyle is, is one of our missions as a, as a destination marketing office. Um, they're, they're becoming more and See, more. See, that, that part, what you're saying right now, mm-hmm. makes the most sense out of anything in this entire conversation to me. Right. That's where I'm at. Like, I look at this thing as, hey, you know, all of these, th- this entire area relies on Tourism, a, a tourism for for a future, essentially. Exactly. And so you've got to you've got to be able to look thirty, you know, twenty years, thirty years down the line, and go. There will still be people coming after the people who used to come are no longer around. Exactly. And and to do that is is not as easy as people think. It's not as easy as people think. And, yeah. and even though um, all of the algorithms and the insights and the marketing tools that we have with our digital marketing, they're very precise. Um, Facebook um, can can target an audience that is um, interested in off-roading and boating and nature and um, conservation and and that's where we're actually going to be going with this um, our marketing campaign um, we're it's called act right mm-hmm. marketing um, and giving examples of what not to do and what to do mm-hmm. um, so with all of that said um, our risk assessment for this for this um, event has been uh, a long process. We're actually in a risk assessment process all year long. Mm-hmm. Right after the two float, we always debrief. After we've cleaned up, you know, um, trash and um, and handled calls and and things like that. Um, you know, we're only four people, three and a half people. I it's um, I have three full time people, including myself, mm-hmm. and a half time person. So, um, with the we can't do this event without the help of, I'm going to say first of all, law, law enforcement, um, the f- the first responders. Um, they're our our biggest allies and and um, and uh, companions, I guess, if you want to partners. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, in this event. And, um, it, it's, it, you know, regardless of, of, you know, some of the things that happen, I mean, we can't control everybody's behavior, but we can't do this event without the cooperation of the county, mm-hmm. the sheriff's department, um, all of the crit entities, all mm-hmm. of, um, the first responders, Buckskin fire department, they write the safety management plan. There's more. And a ton of volunteers. Yeah. Uh, and this, and I'm going there. Yeah, it's it's a, just, we, just a huge a huge collaborative thing, right? There's a there's thousands of moving parts mm-hmm. um, f- to put on an event of this um, magnitude, and um, in the past it's been a very small core of volunteers. Uh, we need to expand that volunteer base. Um, 
so I am asking for volunteers. There's several different jobs that people can do in, in order to help us and help our community, our, our businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to reiterate, I want to just really um, focus on the fact that Parker, Arizona is made up of mostly mom and pop shops. And these folks are your neighbors. They're your relatives. They are people that are uh, in our community um, so we need to help them. Mm-hmm. So if, if you want to help them, if you want to help us help them, um, we are, we do have a volunteer, um, sign up that, uh, will be posted, uh, probably tomorrow. Um, you know, we need help with trash. We need help with registration. We need help with compressor, uh, our inflation station. And I, I will tell you what the route is going to be. The route is going to be, we are launching at Buckskin Mountain State Park with the awesome cooperation of Arizona State Parks and the awesome cooperation of La Paz County Parks, um, we have a new route. Okay, so it, it's going to start at Buckskin. That's pretty Absolutely. big news, right? It's that, huge news. Huge, because that's a huge, that's a totally different area of the river. So you're saying starting at that kind of dog leg there of the river at mm-hmm. Buckskin. Right. And then going to where? Going to the event area at La Paz County Park, which is just south of Pirate's Den. Okay. Where we used to launch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so essentially, it's an entirely new stretch of river. It's it's not using any of the river that it used last year at all. Correct. Yeah, that's Correct. interesting. Now the decision was made um, for a multitude of reasons. Um, we listen. We do listen, and we care. Mm-hmm. So people do need to know that. And, um, you know, not to, I, I want to say that it's, it's, it's a, it's a huge effort on our staff and, um, a huge undertaking for our staff and, um, it's, it's exhausting and it is, um, you know, we worry, we care. So, um, by shortening the route, um, the route now will be under three miles as opposed to nearly eight a, a shorter float. A shorter float. Well, it uh, it arguably was too long, right? In Absolutely. the sense that it could be, it could take people almost all day to float down that river. Well, and there's reasons that it took people all day to float down river, and mm-hmm. and those reasons will be eliminated by by this other route. Um, of course, the big thing that comes to my mind, and you're you're probably about to get there, is that there there aren't as many as many private residences. Correct. There on that, when when the old route, we heard from a lot of homeowners a in few. places like mm-hmm. the, a few homeowners in places like the Keys and and uh, Merrill Est and and Keys Two and and sure. places like that where people had private property that was you know that was being sort of infiltrated by floaters and that sort of thing. True. And this new route, if I'm not mistaken, now I, I haven't heard about this till today, but I'm thinking on my feet. There's a lot of resorts more uh, than anything else. Resorts and parks. There's um, three um, uh, what, I, what we call subdivisions, mm-hmm. and then there's also and resorts, and there and then there are um, there's a strip of homes, but a small strip of homes, mm-hmm. and we have so much more um, interest in in people volunteering to be on the water to provide assist vessels to. Um, um, uh, you know, assist in n- n- floaters not coming close to that shoreline. Mm-hmm. 
So um, I'm 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 grateful for the the amount and the tremendous cooperation and volunteerism that has come forth. Um, there's a boat company coming out of um, Las Vegas to be assist vessels on the water. Um, if you are interested in being an assist vessel, you you absolutely need to come to me and sign up. Um, uh, flags will be issued, um, water, ice, and some other little perks for our for our volunteers um it's it's just giving us an opportunity to have the event be much more well managed with the shorter route Mm -hmm. it might give people less a reason to get off and get on docks correct so a lot of the problems they're having that was after several hours already so hopefully maybe with the three miles i mean my my instant reaction is i think this could mitigate a lot of those issues that people were talking about correct just just this one this one change and are are there other changes as well there are other changes there are other changes um um that will be pertinent to the actual floaters the the registered floaters um the price has gone up Mm -hmm. um we've been doing it for ten dollars in 1997 it was ten dollars um it is going to be twenty dollars for the for the participants to uh float um, we we really examined that and and felt like you know our expenses have gone up, mm-hmm. um, insurance, um, paying for um, paid volunteers actually yeah. is what it's amounting to. Well, and I, and I also, trash and assist vessels and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I think twenty bucks is sort of competitive too with other events. Would it not be? Well, it is, and people really need to think about this as a, it's a festival, it's a concert, it's it it's um it's a fundraiser. Yeah, and uh, we felt twenty dollars was a very fair price. They will have to pay ten dollars to park at La Paz County Park, and that's the other thing about this route is that. Their, their vehicle will be at the end of the route, at the finish line. Um, what will happen, I'll just give you some details. Yeah. Um, drivers in private vehicles will bring their group into Buckskin Mountain State Park, and they will drop their group off at the park. Mm-hmm. They will then um, drive down to La Paz County Park. They will, The drivers of the vehicle will be given a ticket. Mm-hmm. They will drive down to La Paz County Park. They will need to pay $10 at La Paz County Park. La Paz County Park staff will park them in mm-hmm. appropriate parking areas. Then the drivers of the vehicles, the private vehicles, will then get on a shuttle, mm-hmm. and they will be transported right back up to Buckskin to join their group to float. So, Got it. Yes, that's something that we're providing this year. We've never provided transportation um, we are providing transportation only for the drivers of the private vehicles of the registered floaters. I got it. So they, they can get back quickly. and There'll be some short buses. Um, they'll be able to get back up quickly mm-hmm. to join their group. And um, and as soon as law enforcement's on the water, we'll launch everybody. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's there's a lot of other moving parts to this, but those are basically some, some of the big the big changes. The big changes. And I don't like to make too many big changes all at once. Um, since I've been the director, we have made changes throughout the years. Um, we've tried to make it not too, um, you know, oh, big change. You know, we don't want to do that to people. But this is the year that we absolutely needed to relocate mm-hmm. the event for many, many, many reasons, not just one reason. Yeah. And um, I, I want to say that in, in 2013, when me and my team 
um, did um, some of our, the changes that we made from launching from Patria Flats, moving that to La Paz County Park, yeah. putting it online, um, making an impact on the local economy. We actually were nominated and won the governor's award for, um, for a, a special event in a rural designation. Mm-hmm. That was a big deal. Well, yeah, it it speaks to kind of how you were able to do to do some of those things and how how those people felt you were running the event. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you up for taking a couple of calls? Sure. Good morning. Hi, you're on the radio. Hey, I think it's a very great idea moving the, moving the course. And what you didn't mention, Mary, is the fact that there's a huge current at Buckskin. So that three miles is going to go very very fast. The current usually stops right when you get to La Paz County Park. The other thing is. It's very narrow there. So last year, even though the river was closed, they allowed boats on the other side of the river, California side, to go up and down to pass through. Because of the fact that it's so narrow there, there's no way that you're going to be able to allow any boats other than assist vehicles, assist boats, in that area. Now, is that going to be difficult for the sheriffs to stop these boats this year? Because last year they didn't at all. What about that, uh, uh, Captain Bagby? The problem with that is we are there to... I don't want this to sound wrong, but our main priority is safety and mm-hmm. people not drowning and, and all that kind of stuff. So the officers were hoping to not have to focus their time on much enforcement. So they're going to try to do a no-wake, people going slowly through. Because when we try to stop it completely, it starts fights. I think you guys had problems with that. And I'm saying we. I don't go out there. I'm not a voting officer. But generally speaking, the officers, yeah. they have a problem when they when they try to completely stop traffic. People get angry. They want to fight. So they're just going to ask them to please slow it down, you know, uh, no wake, keep it slow. But the more enforcement we're doing, the more time we're spending grabbing and stopping people, the less time we're having to watch and making sure people are safe. Right. Gotcha. And, and our fleet of assist vessels um, also are issued a, um, a, a radio from the Boating Safety Center. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, if someone is denied... Um, passage through the event area, that is up to the patrol commander, who is the U- United States Coast Guard, and they will be on the water again. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But Mary, I, I remember last year, many times as an assist vessel, trying to get people to slow down, and you know you know how it goes, Captain, they're not going to listen to you, but they, who are you? But the other thing is, going through the Echo Lodge area, that is so narrow, so there's plenty of room for um, for um, floaters, but no room for boats and floaters. Is there a concern? It's going to be a big concern, as I I say. When we have our upcoming meetings, we'll have the Lieutenant Schleck, the the boating guy, who will have better answers than I do, and I'll definitely bring that up in the meetings and we'll take into consideration. It's not something I can really answer because it's not what I do, but I'll make sure they they take that into consideration. All right. The other thing real quick, Mary, and I got the phone, is raising it from 10 to 20 is doubling the expense. That's just giving. That's just opening up for more and more people just to jump into the river and not pay. So I think where you might generate, you probably generate, you might generate more income, but you're going to have less people paying. That's just my opinion. Thank All right. you very much. Hey, appreciate your call. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Uh, what about that, Mary? Do you think that the that the cost of the ticket might encourage non registering uh, as as in the past or so, is this more of a festival kind of entry where to, to even get access to the launch area you need to pay this this money it is absolutely a festival kind of mentality and um and it needs to be 
it needs to be um, promoted that way. And it also, you know, the, we have expenses. People can't expect to go to a concert and, and expect to get in for free. No, I, for, uh, like I told you, I think the 20 bucks seems seems competitive with other events like this. It's mm-hmm. going to be harder because people aren't going to come down knowing where to jump in. And a lot of it is like uh, a lot of it's private property. It's not going to be easy on that whole area to jump in the river unless they try to go to the county park and then. You exactly. Know, it's, it's a so, P- so anyone that is staying at any of the resorts or private homes um, along the event area, mm-hmm. um, as long as they have their wristbands, they can jump in. They yes. can. They they're you know. But what about if they if they don't and they try to jump in? Obviously, there will be enforcement of that on the water, but it's hard to. It's hard to enforce. Th- well, those problems have always I, been with the float, I guess. I think there will be less. I actually feel like there will be less because it is a shorter route. Yeah. It is. Subject- and I guess that that's something that you can evaluate after this year. Uh, I'm, I'm sure after the event, you always do a debrief. Absolutely. And yeah. we're, we're in weekly meetings and sometimes more than that, it, you know, always, now at, more than ever. But um, with cooperation of the subdivisions and cooperation from the businesses, which would be... Um, uh, it would be Sundance. Uh, they don't have camping, but then you know there's Sandbar. They always sell wristbands. Yeah. Um, they 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 actually make sure that their guests have wristbands. That's great. It and um, yeah, and I'm sure having more cooperation from the resorts will, exactly. will help as well. Yeah, exactly. I think it's going to encourage more last minute people buying wristbands because of the way it's set up. I'll I'll be honest. Like for me, twenty bucks isn't going to be. You know, it isn't going to encourage me to try to get around the thing, mm-hmm. you know, to get around the entry fee. I'm going to say 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, yeah. that sounds like what what an event is. Right. So we're pro- and what we're providing is a is a is a is a is a safe day to float the river, mm-hmm. have some fun, enjoy the scenery, make some new friends. Nice. Um, and and um, I got you. Yeah. So it's... let me let me ask you a tough question. Mm-hmm. Um what would you say to any uh, homeowners in that area who may be listening and have maybe s- seen some of the news last year of, you know, potential like, oh, oh we've got, you know, we had trouble at our place last year. Um, should they should they be worried or do you think a lot of what you've done has already started to m- mitigate some of that? A lot of what we've done has already started to mitigate that. I would suggest if they wanted to contact me, I'm more than welcome to take their calls. I was um, planning to visit each of those. I think there's there's less than 10 homes on that stretch on the Arizona side. Is that right? Yeah. And um, so... That's a significant reduction. That's just the private homes. I'm not talking about like Rio Lindo and, right, and right. Marina Village North and Marina Village. No, I got you. So um, just, you know, with, with cooperation um, from from the resorts, the, the subdivisions, um, I, I think it'll be a, a much better experience. Mm-hmm. And um, we do plan to have um, assist vessels in the trouble areas such as foxes there's an eddy in front of foxes that that we we do intend to um, guide floaters onto the California side so that they kind of miss that eddy mm-hmm. and um, and of course the, the floaters need to be very very aware to stay away from docks um, they are you know there there are some undertoes there that um, can be kind of dangerous so um, it's, it's, it's an education process and, um, 
you know, we, we do it for everybody, not just for us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mary, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. Appreciate it. And I'm sure, you know, this will be, we'll, we'll put it out there. Uh, we'll, we'll do an article on Parker Live and sort of let people know some of those changes. And I'm sure you guys will be communicating to floaters where to go and what to do. So We love telling people where to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's our job. So does Captain Bagby. <laughs> so do I. I get that a lot when I come in here. Being yeah. told where to go. <laughs> no, we do it in a fun way. You know, people come into our office, our visitor center, they're usually here to have fun. So, right. so we want to make sure that 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 the the visitors are having fun and that the local businesses are successful and that's that's our mission and yep. um and the tube float is part of our mission so thank you very much john thank Juanita. you so much for coming Kurt, in and thank allowing you so us so much all right yeah. thank you and captain bagby thank you so much <laughs> <laughs>